Hey guys, welcome back to The Player's Take, episode number eight. On today's episode, we have Zach Thornton and Zach Gillard from the Tarni Titans. The two Zachs. Yeah, I know. Crazy. Before we get into it, we do want to touch on the the news from about a week ago now of the no senior football in 2020 in the WFL. Obviously, it was a really tough call and it's been emotional. I mean, it's yeah. been an emotional roller coaster for the, the office team for the last three months. But the decision um, wasn't made lightly. It was um, con- clubs were consulted, we, government officials were involved and... Yeah. Um, in the end, the decision was made not to play this year. It was out um, of our hands. It was really out of our end. hands. Um, that it doesn't make it any better. We're no. still devastated that we can't play this year. We would have loved to seen um, everyone out there on the field enjoying enjoying what they love, but obviously it's not to be. We we yeah. do have a junior season to look forward to, so we're pumped about that. Yeah, absolutely. But um, let's get back to the fun stuff, which is more important. Yeah, absolutely. So let's hear the players' take. On today's episode, we have the two Zachs from Tarni, Zach Thornton and Zach Gillard, or Mr. Football, sorry, Zach, is that your nickname? That's about right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. I don't know where else I'd rather be. Talk us through the nickname, why do they call you Mr. Football? I have no idea who calls me Mr. Football. Um, <laughs> Zach calls himself Mr. Football. <laughs> if there's one person, it's me, but otherwise... Oh, the, my issue is that I know that I'm so anonymous that I don't actually have, I don't get any nicknames off the back. I have no discerning features, whereas you've got the, the blood nut over here. <laughs> you can get sauce, you can get everything. Gillard, if we call no, I'm flat with the boys at Tarnate. Because I've been sauce my whole life. Yeah. And I get to Tarnate and the way I'll call me sauce. And you boys were like, no, we'll decide your nickname. So, all right, we're in a year with our nickname, and then Tom Cordy rolls in, and they call him Sauce Day One. So, <laughs> I'm very flat about that. I think we haven't got the brightest bunch. I think, I think Julia is definitely the best move that we've had. Yeah. The last name. Yeah, Mrs. Like September, Christian. whatever you want to call me. Really? <laughs> I'm not calling you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, look, we're just going to dive straight into this question. Go for it. Um, so, obviously, the decision was made last week not to pursue... A senior premiership competition in 2020 yeah, yeah. Um, obviously due to everything that we're facing globally how are you guys feeling what's the feeling around the club you, you let off. Um, well personally I was flat um, sort of had a bit of a cry um, my football oh we all did yeah, yeah. we <laughs> cried for months <laughs> yeah. I've seen the boys I think at the club it's pretty good we had um, we've had a few little running groups going we've had um couple of training sessions before it got shut down. Some of the boys rocked up in some shocking nick. We had um, a couple of boys bleach their hair. Oh, of course. Poor. And a few um, been in a good paddock as well. A couple yeah, of things. Yeah, guys are handling it well. Um, but it's uh, overall just a bit disappointed that we can't see each other. Um, got no excuse to catch up three times a week. So. Well, that's it. I think personally for me, it's kind of like, yeah, obviously I'm exposed to the footy world so consistently with Werribee as well, yeah. where it's like, Everything was kind of been, been so constantly kind of pushed back, and there's been so much uncertainty that we. I think personally, I was almost kind of resigned to it not going ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, when when footy's kind of been out of action for so long, it's hard. It was it's hard to maintain the motivation. So I think a lot of people kind of anticipated it wasn't going to go ahead. Yeah, you hear a lot of things. Um, so I think it's like yeah, we're flat because footy isn't going ahead. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of us came to terms with that. A few weeks ago, yeah. knowing that it was kind of going in a certain direction. So it's lame, um, but there's nothing we can do about it besides get around our juniors, really. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a plan for the group to keep communicating or stick together without having footy? Yeah, I mean, a few blokes have been trying to throw house parties just to keep us all intact, but <laughs> um, there's a handful of us that are really getting involved with the kids this year. Um, the juniors are going ahead, so we'll get to see each other there. And I just think we've probably got to start pre-season a lot earlier yeah. as well, I think was the plan. Yeah, the other one will run up. So we'll get involved. I think between now and then, we'll just talk absolute crap to each other in our group chats <laughs> because it's sort of, yeah, it's literally just, just bagging each other out. There's nothing wholesome or positive about it, which... No. There's, a lot, like of, there's a lot of footy experts in our group. Yeah, and a lot of hurt... ask them. Um, <laughs> and a lot of hurt feelings as well. So yeah. uh, it's... Uh, I think that'll, that'll keep us in touch for the meantime. Um whether we see each other individually or whatever, we'll see. But yeah, I think I think if preseason kind of gets a longer run up, then 
we'll be our chomping at the bit. Let's That's get into good. it. Yeah. Bigger and better in 2021. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just want to go back. You mentioned how obviously you're exposed to the footy world here. Mm. You kind of anticipated that it wasn't going to go ahead. Yeah. Did you have some kind of sense of relief almost when the decision was made? Yeah, I think, yeah, personally, I think so. Um, I think um, it meant that obviously it didn't clash with my footy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with, with work coming, you know, with where we getting back into it, it meant there was that element. But yeah, relief. I think it's almost, it's like it's like anything. The, the painful part is the not knowing part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the second you know one way or the other, then you roll with it. I mean, it was out of our hands, it was out of my hands. Um, you kind of just work with the decision. So yeah, the re- relief was definitely a feeling that I felt because it meant that, um, you know, my Saturdays are still there for, for footy. I'm only at Werribee three or four times probably mm. for the rest of the year on a Saturday. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I like having my Saturdays. It's, it's a nice feeling. <laughs> well, that's what we were going to ask. Yeah. What, what are we going to do with Saturdays now? What, what does Saturdays look like for you? Oh, spend 9am to 1pm crying. <laughs> 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 probably, Same. probably by myself. Um, uh, Sounds so sad. <laughs> I'm depressed. No, no. <laughs> no, um, I've actually spent a bit of time, um, sort of just doing things that I normally do, going for walks, which is just yeah, very not how I roll. So, <laughs> uh, girlfriends would drive me out for walks and stuff, um, just sort of trying to you know get out of the apartment instead of being cooped up, playing yeah. video games, but. Can't really go see anyone still. Yeah, so it's, it's still hard. hard yeah. yeah. Well, it's it. for me. It's like yeah, in a similar vein. Like, um, it's just kind of now on Friday night. I go and go to my girlfriend's place and stay there, and then we'll hang out for essentially the entire day, um, which I like. So it's like you kind of just I can go at my own pace. Whereas if it's a, if it's a, um like a footy day, it's, you know, I might wake up at a certain time and I'll have breakfast and then I'll do whatever else you know comes between then and the reserves. Where it's like now I can kind of cruise at my own pace and yeah. we can watch whatever we want to watch or we can go to the shops or whatever so that's kind of that's like my Saturday now it's just kind of cruising around and then when we go for a run uh, on the last episode we did talk about um, the great um, the greatest WFL highlight that Froffy and Kelly had yeah. we wanted to ask you what was your greatest WFL highlight I know you've been a part of um, a premiership la- last couple of years yeah um, they were great but the greatest moment at our footy club was when John Whitehouse, as he often does, find his way out of the back line and snuck forward, playing the Suns at home. It was a bit of a tight game for memory. And he just ran the length of the field and got a cheat one and slotted it. And he ran it right over to all the reserves, his arms out like he was, you know, the saviour. Yeah. And got over the fence and we all got around him. He, yeah. he may have sent a photo in when... Uh... Uh, we put up a photo on Facebook of the greatest celebrations, and he sent one in of himself. He sent himself. He yeah. Was, yeah, I'm not surprised by that. He probably would have told other blokes to send it in as well. Yeah. It's a good pick, though. Yeah, it's a bit of um, that was my yeah. favourite. I was like, I think I've only been there for about two months as well. Yeah. Club, and I was like, how good is this? It's good. It's a bit of Da Vinci yeah. about the actual picture itself. Yeah, just his arms. You can't get them any further out. Like, it's just great. We're loving it. Yeah. I don't know. For me personally, it's funny because I mean, I've been in the WRFL on my my entire journey yeah um and not really done much with it i haven't won a flag yet <laughs> i mean the reserves have gone on one two and i you're an integral part of the first one here if you ask you no i was on that yeah. far on that far wing yelling at instructions well that's probably that is probably the highlight i mean uh, geez it probably it's probably not that it's, it's i suppose it speaks to plenty about my experience if i'm raving about a DB3 reserves flag. <laughs> um, we were obviously the boys and I'm winning here and, and Sammy Ingham, who, you know, forever loved, um, kicked the goal to, to win us the game. His last kick um, in footy. Last yeah. kick in footy with not long left and win by a point against against Centrals, who yeah. were the rivals to the reserves. And I was um, basically just, forget about Cam Evans, I was coaching from that wing <laughs> on the scoreboard, putting yeah, blokes in place. Um, some, unfortunately, there are some things you can't coach, like Gillard kicking on his left. Um, which is his usual preferred foot and missing blokes by about 15 metres so I've tried my best there's only so much I can do but the fact is when it's a one point win there's so much energy yeah. and the siren went and there was a little my sister I think was on the, on the, on the timekeeper and she stopped it and it was a beep and everyone was kind of like hang on and then it was yeah. oh like beep lost it and it was just a good feeling because yeah. it's the closest thing that I've got to 
like having any kind of success. I'm an old Melbourne supporter as well, and we haven't won a show since I was nine, since '99, and I was four. So um, that's that's the highlight, well and truly. Yeah, I get embarrassed thinking about that because obviously they filmed the game, but after we're like singing the song out there, and then like, whoever's got the cameras in the middle, and they're panning everyone singing, and it gets to me, and I'm bawling my eyes out. And my dad was watching it, and he was like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> and I was like, oh, "I've got no clue." Was that your first like? No, I've won. I've under eighteens before that, and I'm pretty sure I did the exact same. <laughs> oh. It's it's twenty twenty girl. Men are allowed to cry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, not the way I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about last year? That was also a, a pretty good win for Tani. Oh, less stressful. Yeah, um, I mean. No disrespect to Albemarle, but we should have had a game wrapped up a quarter time. We kicked three goals seven in the first quarter or something. But yeah, I think that was cool. I still haven't lost a game on a VFL ground, so. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, take that as you want. But yeah, no, that was. Uh, I remember looking at my mate Hutchie, another redhead. We've got a few down there. And I said, oh, we've got this. And he's like, there's 15 minutes to go. Can you keep it together? <laughs> and I was like, no, nah, party train started early. Um, yeah, it was one of those, well, I mean, yeah, the game is, it's a very different game. The first one was so, I mean, I recall the first one being such a terrific game, and then we watched it, we all got on the piss and watched it, and it was so hard to watch, it was oh, so man. horrible. <laughs> um, but that game was, I think it suited us a bit more, it's a bit a bit more open out there at um, Wittnogel, and um, and again, I, I think I was better prepared coaching from the wing again, <laughs> seeing the boys up on the far side. Um, so an extra an extra twelve months under my belt meant we uh, we got about seven goals or whatever. I think it was just yeah, yeah we just the, the ground suited us, and yeah. I guess the second one's probably not as sweet as the first one. Yeah, particularly yeah. the first one was so close. Um, so we know you currently work at Werribee VFL. Do you work yeah. at Werribee? I work, I work, I work at Werribee. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And we know that the Thornton family is pretty heavily involved at Tani. Yeah. Um, <laughs> has been for a long time. Has, is this what, yeah, is this what encouraged you or I guess inspired you to get into footy? Is there a moment perhaps that you were like, look, I want to I work in footy? Uh, so getting into working in footy, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where if you're a 14-year-old Australian bloke rolling around, you want to be involved in sports yeah. in some capacity. We've, we probably all know people our age who are either sports teachers um, or involved in coaching or did a sport development. I mean, sport management, it's just kind of like a, it's pretty broad, I guess. Um, so I guess I kind of just was always into sport and I liked the management element of it um, and it kind of, things just kind of progressed from that. I, I, I mean, I did, I worked at Eagle Stadium formally and that was kind of my first exposure to the greater world and I loved it and then got the gig here, fortunately enough. So um, I think, yeah, it's just a kind of a, a combination of passion of footy and, and, and kind of enjoying management and what comes with it. Um, you mentioned my family being involved with Tarnit. Um, if you know them, you know that they are the least inspiring people that I know. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh and, uh, <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, you would see when mum rolls around with a vest thinking she's important. Most of your AFL finals, I try and stay away from her as, for as long as I can. So, um, she does a great job. She loves the role of manager. We had a Saturday run. Um, before the season got pinned and obviously she was in charge. Uh, she yeah. was in charge, yeah. right? Yeah. Of course. And she had us all, she was like, she wouldn't let us put sanitizer in her hands, she was squirting in her hands and then after training she was just vigorously wiping in the balls with disinfectant and I'm like, you're just right in your element, Sue. <laughs> she loves in it. In charge, yeah. She loves it. She's good for it. But uh, yeah, I think just, uh, I think a lot of us, as I said, I mean, in the same vein, you guys playing footy, uh, uh, you know, um, or being around footy, you guys are in this industry now. It's like it's just kind of you know, converting that that passion into yeah. into career, and it makes that life a little bit easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, you talked about it earlier. The seniors have been very close into into winning a flag. I guess it's disappointing that we can't play this year, but is ultimately like that's the goal for for everyone. But um, has it been disappointing to not have that senior senior flag, or are you just just roll with the punches? Um. We're very motivated to win the senior flag. I think I made the comment at Prezzo night last year when um, I was handing out the reserves awards. I was saying to the guys, look, it's you know, nice to win these two flags, but we've got to start winning both. Like that, yeah. that was the goal. We sat down as a group at the start of the year. What do we want out of the, uh, the year? We want two premierships. And it was very disheartening to see it's not uh, great the full weight of the season. We won our first six games last year, and that sort of fell away. But 
I think we've had a luxury of having probably I don't know, 50 odd blokes play senior footy last couple of years. Yeah. And you look at our reserves flags, there's a bunch of guys who could have played off the grade in the finals both years. So it's up to us boys, and we're all probably 25 and under, so we've got time, but mm-hmm. yeah, we need to start having a crack and playing one's footy and trying to get Tani into Div 2. That's yeah. the goal. Well, I mean, that's, uh, it's always every club's goal. Uh, I think specifically at this point, I'm someone personally who feels really hurt by you know, that, that, that eluding, the flag eluding us because, I mean, the, the reserves have won two flags and I've played in two grand finals, one reserves and one senior, and well, I lost both of those. So there's, you've got some people who are pretty passionate uh, about the club. You know, you've got your, your Adam Ricklesses of the world who will do anything for the club and, and haven't had any, haven't had that kind of, that final. The, 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 the silverware that you're after and it, the reserves flag it's good and I love getting around the fellas and all that but from a personal level you've gone on X amount of years and you, and you haven't not only have you not won but you've gotten so close it hurts and so you know we, we got to try and um, I guess push that motivation onto the reserves players because you, you do get in Division 3 blokes who are content with where they are yeah, you got to yeah. it's it's probably harder to motivate blokes to really be into it if they've already had a flag or whatever so that's yeah, it really hurts for me at this point because I'm probably one of, you know, pre-Elso uh, era, there's only a couple of us who haven't won a flag. You saw us when we were terrible mm-hmm. and then got that injection of players and, and kind of have been competitive ever since. And it's like, we're missing out on what these guys are feeling. Um, and then so 100%, that's what we want. That's yeah. the focus. That's the a good flag. thing about, I think, our know, two reserve flags. Like, there's obviously the handful of back end of the careers or, you know, but the majority are all in their early 20s yeah. and I think that's the, the purpose of winning reserves flags is like these guys take success yeah. and we push ourselves and we do it in the next grade up so that's hopefully what majority of us are planning on doing next yeah. year it's a focus for sure absolutely now a bit of a, a different question um, so if you were having a dinner party with three football personalities living or dead uh, from any level of football who would you invite and why? You leave it, one like, I haven't thought of my third um, I remember you telling me this the other week, and I was like, oh, who do I go? I was thinking, guys like Warwick Capper and that. Yeah. But then I was thinking, you know what? My favourite footballer is just bang average AFL players from the early 2000s. <laughs> so, first on the list is Clive Waterhouse. <laughs> the greatest female doctor of all time. Okay. I know there's this kid called Matt Fife going around, he's supposed to be okay. Clive will always be the greatest female player ever. Nathan Carroll from Melbourne. You remember he had the shaved head at the top and the peroxide in the hair, mullet at the back. He looked like Jason Ackermanis on steroids and he couldn't play. Perfect. Um, and last is Josh Thurgood. He's the reason why Clarko banned the long sleeves at Hawthorne. Okay. Shocking, <laughs> rang of dreads, just bang average, average looking. Just loved it. Interesting. That's what I'm about. Yeah. You get plenty out of them, I'm sure, those boys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they'd have plenty of stories. And they'd appreciate being thought about in the 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You've got to give them some airtime. <laughs> um, I, uh, I thought about it. Uh, I know that I reckon the first one that comes to mind that I just can't get out of my mind is, is the senior coach here, Chopo Williams. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've been exposed to him enough uh, to know what he's like. He's a very interesting fellow. Yeah, what is he like? Tell us. He's, uh, I mean, genuinely, the stuff that you would have seen over the years is what you get. He's, he's yeah. a bit kooky, he's a bit out there, but he, and he's got this kind of running stream of consciousness <laughs> when he speaks. And it's hilarious. And he's just so intense. So I think, um, you know, he's privy to ball busting sometimes. Which I love being, you know, privy to. Not when he's busting my balls, but um, I think it'd be terrific to have him at a, at a, at a dinner. Uh, and I think the second one I was going to say was is your boss, um, Matty Duff. Oh he, wow! Yeah, I heard he's on, he's on, he's on some good coin over there. So I reckon he'd take, <laughs> he'd take me to a five star restaurant somewhere in the city. Why not? Yeah, look after me, absolutely. Okay, you're, you're raking in the absolute stacks. Why not? So him and the fact that Choco could grill him would be hilarious as well. The third one, I don't really know. I mean, Gillard, you can be a part of it if you like. If you like. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. Um, We've only ever done dinner once uh, at the Pancake Parlor at 3am. I'm not going to lie, that. I don't remember a lot of that night. <laughs> the photos I've got afterwards and I'm just cross-eyed. I was like, oh God. You don't remember? Man. We went home and we watched Vine compilations for an hour and a half. Yeah, so our, our girlfriends are happy with us that night. Yeah, um, outrageous. Nah. 
just trying to think of really average North Melbourne players, but so many are coming to mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, you got Choco. You know, Kevin Sheedy's got such a love for him. Yeah, he, he, he sheets feet. He loves Choco. So maybe. Yeah, maybe someone like that, or just uh, yeah, maybe just maybe a champion like Glen Archer type or whatever. I'm not yeah. sure. I might raffle it off. Yeah. At the end of the day, if I get the opportunity, I'll just throw it out there. Raffle five, it five off. bucks a ticket. <laughs> raffle it off. Raffle it off and say, here you go, raffle once off. in a lifetime. Five dollars off dinner with me and a couple of mates. <laughs> Before we get into the back six, I just wanted to talk about this friendship. How did you this beautiful friendship blossom? Over the, the past it's, few years. It's organic, I forced mate. my love onto Zach. Oh, did you? Yeah, he didn't have a choice. <laughs> okay. I think it's uh, it's one of those things where you just connect when they, I mean I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an H and Zach and he's a he's sans H. <laughs> yeah, we just unite against people who spell Zach with a K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh. There's a common enemy there and it's Z A C K and we just yeah. do not stand for it. No. Well we heard that you cannot spell your name wrong. We heard that you hate when people spell your name wrong. Well I just think it's I mean oh, I mean I understand it if uh you know, if you, if you haven't met me before, but if I'm getting emails back with my name <laughs> oh, spelled wrong, your mum you. always spells my name like the way you spell yours. Yeah. And um, on every sort of award or sort of like, <laughs> you know, voucher I've got from the club, it's got a H on the end. I'm just like, Sue, you've got to switch on for five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, help, help me help you. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I've had, I've had experience in the past where I, uh, I remember there's one email, I think I sent in the Snapchat to you where, my name was in the subject, yeah. and it was in my signature, and it was regards <laughs> Zach, and I got Isaac, funnily enough. It blew my mind. And yeah. I thought, gee whiz, this is, a, this is supposed to be a senior admin guy from a different VFL club, and I thought, you've, you've left your glasses at home, clearly, because that's absolutely right. I get that all the time. Yeah. I get Kristen, no one can spell Kristen. Yeah. It's always Kirsten. I'm like, my name is literally right there. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> no, I think, what the was, you came to the club, yeah, um, I rolled in with a bunch of um, country lads. We were just, yeah, we took us a while to pick out the club actually, because we were living down the road from Parkside, and we went down there. And I straight away went there. Collingwood colours don't want to be part of it. <laughs> went down. They're actually quite nice. Some of the blokes down there. I was like, mm. saw Braybrook, and I'm like, that's more my speed. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mate was like, oh, what about Tarnie? And I'm like. I've got no idea where that is. Yeah. So we contact them and also straight away set up a meeting. And of course, it was the furthest football club away from us. Yeah. And we just fell in love with all the boys there. They were just so welcoming. Um, yeah, and I've been there ever since. All my mates I went with have all gone for various reasons. And I've just stuck around. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately for you boys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Zach's one of the ones. I think we, um, we're both pretty impassioned about the footy club and kind of getting it you know, to it. To to a higher point, and I think that's what we kind of see eye to eye on. So there's that respect there, but I think we're both just footy nuts, so we just um, oh, yeah. we, we can, we're, we're on the same level on a lot of things, which is probably why our, our friendship has flourished to the point that it has. Um, that's I reckon that's the extent of it. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. Well, we're going to get into the back six, which is our segment because we believe that the back six are the best six. And they get the chicks as well. Now. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm legitimately wearing that shirt underneath this hoodie. Oh, the back six get oh, the chicks. The back six get the chicks. Oh, we'll oh we have to definitely take it. I'm wearing where we fight. I'm legit wearing it. I'm wearing it. Oh, so I just want to start off with your footy pathways. So I guess from juniors to now, tell us. I mean, obviously you've touched on you've been at Tani your whole yep. life, but give us a little bit more of an insight. Well, I'm from Hildura, which is way up whoop whoop, about six hours drive. I actually drove back last night, which was fun. Um, I don't know, Dad just sort of threw a ball in my head and said, you'll be playing this. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> I was one of those kids, Mum was uh, talented this weekend. I was one of those kids that got to kick and I'd just walk off, sit, play with the grass. <laughs> they were both really worried I wasn't going to play team sports. It's why you have an affinity for defending grass now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I thought Nick Maxwell was the greatest player ever. So I've always been Nick Maxwell. It's been that for Good me. inspiration. Yeah, no, I come up through the free pathway that way. Um, I think I moved clubs when I was 14 to be close with my mates. And then, like, this took off from there. We won an under-18s flag. Um, and then played a granny the year after. Blew my foot out pretty badly, so I spent a few years out and then yeah, and found Tarnit um, with a few of my mates and then 
Yeah, um, mate Dan, who I've got the target with, he had like four concussions in two months or something like that when he came to Tarnate, so that ruled him out. Um, but yeah, I stuck around because they looked after him really well and they looked after me as well because obviously so far away from home. Um, but yeah, and been, been there ever since. So, yeah. I think mine's a little bit different. I'm a local boy, so I've lived in Hoppers for my whole life. So I actually started at Hoppers. I, um, I used to remember thinking it was pretty late because I started under 10s, but because all my mates had been playing footy. Yep. And I was kind of, up until that point, like I didn't care for sports at all. I was just like reading Harry Potter and like playing the PlayStation. <laughs> and then like, my mates were just playing at like lunch and, and recess. And so I was like, all right, I want to go. And um, I wanted to play with all my friends, but because I'm one of the younger ones at the start, because I'm born at the start of the year, I thought, all right, uh, I'm going to go in and, and be under 11 straight away and play with all my friends. But I was under 10, so I didn't actually have any friends to start with. Um, but this is at Hoppers. Um, and it's funny, it's, I mean, it's the old sliding doors. I was, I was through Hoppers from here until under 18s. And then I took a year off because um, it was my first year of uni, or second year of uni. And then I kind of saw Tani came up and thought, I'll keep an eye on that. But it's funny, I am. Um, you're going to be floating around DB3 seniors and I've played against, I actually played against your Kelly Pickards, mm-hmm. old Westmont back in the day and he's done a lot more, <laughs> and a lot more things than I have. Braden <laughs> Ferrari's another one who I play, I was a year below me and all these blokes who've gone and played VFL and whatever. I just kind of rock around uh, Division 3 on a, on a Saturday. So, That's um, okay. Rockstar. <laughs> and, and, and not really do it particularly well either. So. <laughs> I like how in our group chat you changed your nickname to the big body mid and you haven't left the back pocket since I've been at the club. That was put on me because I, uh, we were losing. We actually, I played reserves last year, first game, because uh, I had to get to here real quick. Um, and uh, we were losing. We were losing the, the, the contested ball on the guts. And Heath Hunter, the coach, inspiring. As Mastermind. <laughs> put, me, put me in the guts and put someone else in the guts. And he said, now we've got some big body mids in there. And I, just, I never left my brain. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, we won, we won by eight points in the end. And I don't know how I didn't get any votes, but I was a bit stiff on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's funny. I, um, so yeah, uh, for me, the journey was just hoppers. Hoppers, and it was good. I like I liked the insight that I got. I'm grateful for the experience now because... I mean, a lot of people go through hoppers and they've either gone and they might have gone out of lengths and they might have gone or whatever. Um, but it's a, it's a professionally run club and it's been around. And at that point, it was probably the powerhouse with you know, 15, 16 junior clubs. Um, whereas now, obviously, Point Cook and Centrals are leading the way. And so I kind of am grateful that, for that experience because I saw that. And you, know, it, you contrast that to a startup club like Tarnit coming in the second year, that was better for the run. So. Nothing too exciting, as I said. I don't want anything. I want a couple of, like C's, B and S, but it's that's, that means nothing um, except for the you know the uh, to my girlfriend who I tell uh, all the time. <laughs> but it's like I didn't get a flag or nothing like that. So um, that was actually a big draw why I actually tell the Tarnate because I saw like they were a brand new club and mm-hmm. like obviously they were absolutely smacked from pillar to post their first couple of seasons and then I was like oh they're actually starting to get better. So when we met them, I was like oh this is a pretty good like club. Obviously like. Played a part in the first like two premierships. Yeah. And now it's like, right, let's get the senior one and yeah. I'll be happily retired at 28. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, well, the alternate as well is good. Like, I came in and, and the first year we got flogged and it was, we won, I don't know, five games or whatever and we were competitive. Um, and then the next year I also came through and, like, fortunately enough, I, like, I, I was captain of the reserves, which was huge for me um, personally, rolling around and, you know, I, I felt a lot of respect from these blokes. You know, I got some winter battle players going at the seniors. But also quite a few older heads who were looking at me as a twenty-one-year-old in the reserves, and it was kind of like, all right, well, this is this is really neat. Um, and then we ended up losing over the the grand final, which wasn't fun. And then we then I stopped playing reserves forty, and then we won two of them. So uh, I think I'm just a curse at this point. Oh, no. Yeah, I reckon you are too. I'm zero. From, I'm zero from two, and there's plenty of blokes two from two at the moment. Yeah, I just rock out in flags. That's what I do. <laughs> there's a bit of that. Twenty twenty-one. 2021. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. We touched on, um, obviously, you work at Werribee, but um, what, do you, what else do you do? I do work at Werribee. What else do you do outside of outside of footy? Like, what are your hobbies? Or? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bit of a cricket nuff, too. Yeah. Get around that. Um, I've got... Do you play cricket as well? Or? Used to, yeah. um, but um, I was more of a, a bowler than a batter, so when I did my foot when I was 18, that sort of ended that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get around it hard, I go as many games as I can, and I watch it religiously. Like, if there's a test on, I'll actually take work off for the first <laughs> test of the summer, 
so I can watch every ball. Oh, hey. um, one of those people. No, you, um, you can tell you're enough because you go to Sheffield Shield games. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. I'll cop that. Um, no one goes to Sheffield Yeah, games. I'm, one of, I'm <laughs> one of the 12 people and I know everyone. So, <laughs> uh, but it's good though because you go to a Shield game and the players can hear you. And if you're sitting on the ground and I'm sledging you, they can still hear you. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, video games. Sort of, I got like just over 12 months ago on my uni degree, so yeah. smash that out and then yeah, start studying again. Um, primary school teaching. Yeah, I've sort of chopped and changed early on. I was doing sports science, did that for a year. I got really intimidated by all the avenues you could take, so I was like, nah, fuck that. You're moving off, yeah. Uh, me personally, I think, um, like, I'm, a, I'm just in music, I like going to gigs, I go to gigs galore, um, but I haven't since March. So I'm suffering from withdrawals at the moment yeah. um, because obviously we can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's not that, uh, then uh, I'll usually watch a few movies. I'm certified Kino along the way. Um, uh, and then running recently. Uh, I've, I kind of got into running once everything kind of hit the fan. Uh, and then I really dived into training plans and whatever else. Um, so most Sundays I go for a big old long run. And, and that stuff, I don't know. Running's weird where like you don't like it until you... So until you do it and you like it, it's kind of interesting. So between that and um, I guess the rest of my spare time, I think goes towards just um, getting arguments with boomers on Fox Footy posts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach and a few other little boys. Um, I don't know, sort of the you know, justice warriors on social media. So if there's anything sort of half off, you know. Glenda from, you know, Auburn Vale, you know, standing off at some of you know, these North boys. Zach's right into it. It's not even, it's just everything else. But yeah, there are, there's plenty of, there's plenty enough going around. And the, funny, the, the funniest thing is, is that so often Essendon supporters because they've got the world's biggest victim complex. Yeah. So. I, can't, I can't even defend that. Like. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, Tell us the greatest spray you have ever heard or received. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I've been thinking about this one. Um, I'm usually I'm usually pretty good when I'm out in the field. The one that stands out to me is also in standard also fashion. We'll play in the Suns last last year, and I'm adamant I did nothing wrong. Because um, <laughs> I reckon we had to go four loose blokes down. Like, did you play that game? I was playing that game, and I was the guy at fullback screaming at everyone to hit on their man. Yeah, and. We had a lot of blokes going, nah, I'll, I'll get the pilly, it's fine. Yeah. You know, me and I think Luke Cook are standing there and there's five Wyndham Suns players from 450. <laughs> it's just not that well. Well, I'm, I'm adamant to do is um, there was about three blokes sitting loose behind the footy and we had probably Adam, Adam Mariculous in our Ruckman versus five mids. So I, was, I pushed up a couple of times <laughs> to in support. Um, and I remember uh, I kind of got away with um, not really getting called out of the break. And then I also did this thing. It's like, we, got a, I, I, we might have been pretty even at the time and said all these usual things. And as we were kind of breaking, that's Zach Thornton. Get on your bloody man. <laughs> and, uh, and the worst thing was the little twos boys heard it. They were all there and they thought it was hilarious. So. But from the bench, they kept yelling out, Zach, man up. And I just looked to my left and like, my bloke's right here. Like, I'm, I'm usually the one that's not on my man. I'm, like, I'm actually manning up. Like, Zach, get on your man. I'm like, I am. I sound Zach. So... Yeah, I don't hear any of that. I refuse to believe that. that <laughs> <laughs> the greatest spray I heard was actually back in Mildura when I was playing for South Mildura Bulldogs. Bit of a plug to them. Um, but we're playing <laughs> under 18s and we had this kid. His name was Sugar. I don't know why we called him Sugar, but that was his nickname. And he'd come up with the 16s to like help sort of fill out that bench. And he was like quite a talented kid. I think he won the BNF in the 16s that year. He comes up. And our coach, Paddy Irwin, just benches him for the first three quarters. Doesn't play him, doesn't even look yeah. like, doesn't even time to warm up or anything. Yeah. And we're up by like 10 goals, I think, three quarter time. We come in and Sugar's at the back, a bit dejected, like, you know, it's his oh. first under 18s game. Yeah. He wants to, you know, get out and have a crack. And Paddy just says, Sugar out the front. And so Sugar comes through the group, stands at the front. Paddy, I'm not sure if he grabbed him, but he got in his face and he was like, You would have to be the most talented footballer in this team, but you are that lazy and just started sanding off him. And we're all there going, uh, what? Like, yeah. what is and he's going off and he goes, now you're going to start before we pocket. He goes like, you know, welcome, like sort of, you know, welcome, you know, to the under 18 sort of thing. 
Come out and kick three in the last quarter mm-hmm. and just had the ball on a string. And then after the game, um, apparently he went up to his dad and asked for a gym membership because he wanted to get fit for next year when he had to play under 18s. Yeah. And he played the next year and he, I think, came runner up in our BNF. Oh my God. <laughs> Cardi just went off at him. He was just oh. like, You were the laziest. And I was just there going, This poor kid. They look a bit different out in the country, aren't they? Yeah. Like, no, we're, no, we're different. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any pre-game routines or rituals? No, not me. I, I, I mean, I usually you know, give a smooch to the missus before I before I head on out. Um, but otherwise, me, <laughs> <laughs> me and um, me and Adzi have this kind of we're we're in sync and that we do we do the um the pre-game, I guess dump beforehand. Um, we get a bit nervous as we go out, so we both go and go to the toilets. Um, that's literally the only thing that I have. Otherwise, yeah. I don't like have anything about socks or whatever. Yep. Um, it's literally just clear on the guts <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, that's just great. A, a poet you are. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I talk a lot of crap, so I just go around and sort of sledge everyone, sort of, you know, get in the head. Um, but I've got to wear purple. teammates. Yeah. Okay. Got to wear purple undies though. Oh, okay. Play footy. Got to wear purple. Got to. Don't know why. It's not even my favourite colour. Just, yeah. Just happens. Yeah. Played a good game one day wearing purple undies. I'm like, well, this is obviously the missing piece. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The other one he's got is um, because he's a he's a again he's, a, he's an Essendon supporter, so he's a he's enough through and through. So he actually has a James Heard shrine at his house that he prays oh, okay. to every morning. At night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just. You still do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got Joe Watson one as well, but then after he lost his brand, I sort of um, pack that yeah, up. I sort of just tear up when I see his photo now. So, yeah. Um, no, yeah, James. Quite an emotional guy, aren't you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Until I, yeah. until I get by myself, and it's yeah. just you know, You're right, mate. What's going on? Let the, the, the tears flow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get Joe myself after this podcast. <laughs> this is nice. Oh, tell us the um, greatest player you have played with or against. You've played with a few surely the country boys that have gone on. Mm. And done some I mean, stuff. I'll keep it WRFL because no one knows anyone from Mildura. So. Right. <laughs> um, I reckon Todd Laurie's got the best resume I've played with. Um, Chris Benson's up there. I was actually thinking about this other night. I reckon Benno, and he's still in his early 20s. He's 25, yeah. Yeah, Benno... He just rips games apart when he's in the mood. And, like, he usually does it against good sides. I mean, we lost to Glenorman last year, but we were down by about eight goals. And Benno almost single-handedly got us back. He, like, went in the ruck and then went forward and just dominated. So, I reckon in a few years, I'll probably say him. Um, played against Andrew Love at once. Mm-hmm. So, he's up there. Um, but, yeah, probably... Todd will be up there though. He's got a fairly decent footy resume. Well, I think it's this. Is, I think I guess the, the beauty, if you want to call it that, of Division Three footy, there are a lot of blokes who are definitely above the level, and, and Todd's yeah. the one that stands out as someone who just takes the piss most of the time. And the, there was a period there where I'd watch a game. I'm oh, sorry, every game, Todd would do something so ridiculous. So I think that you can't be doing that. Yeah. Uh, how does he keep getting away with it? And the fact that he gets like Div Three, he gets tagged every week, and like when I say tag, it's Div Three, he gets beat up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you go back and look at the game, think about like Kimo. She's like, geez, Todd was in there, so it's pretty impressive. He's out there. There's a few. There's a few others that have floated around that are, that are quite good. I mean, I know when we watched Parkside, you had your um, like every Cameron Cloak mm. play, and he murdered me one. He ran straight through me, and um, I pinned Jason Cloak the hole in the ball, and it's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> Granted, it was when he couldn't grab the ball out of the ruck, and I. Just happened to be rucking against him because Elso must not like me very much. <laughs> and he grabbed the ball and I just touched him. And he dropped it, holding the ball, and it was at Parkside. And all my uni mates were there, and nice. they let Cloak know. And Cloak's like, "What the hell are they talking about?" And I was like, <laughs> "I walked past him with my chest in." So I thought, Cloaky. Sorry, is it Jason? I, I said Cameron. Was yeah, it's Jason. Sorry, yeah. yeah, Parkside's Cloak kicked him a million goals, and he ran through me, but. And then, like, if Fluffy's another the world, those blokes that have, that have been around the traps and, and played really good footy. But I think the one that stands out to me that on pure CV alone, it's a bloke that um, he's a life member here, funnily enough, but it's Adam Taylor. He's a bloke who, um, who I think he's uh, a life member at the Hoppers Crossing Footy Club, team of the, you know, team of the decades or what team of the generations or whatever they have over there. You play 100 games, the VFL, that's, that's one thing. Um, but then I remember, like, he was rolling around 
helping us out playing senior footy at Tarnita 35 or whatever. And um, had some really good games here and there playing back or forward or whatever. And I remember one game, I think it was Parkside, who played a prelim. And he was playing on Matty Chen, who has been team of the year a million times as well. Absolute gun, key back. And um, the game was well and truly over at three-quarter time. I think Tails might have switched from the back line to the forward line. And he made Chen look silly. He'd fall that quarter and just like... So you just know that he's... Jeez, he was, he was doing that at, that at that age, at this level. Um, he would have been doing some pretty good things. So he's probably the one. I mean, I've played against... I've been exposed to you. Yes, your Ferraris, your Liam McMahons of the world who went on and did really good things at Hoppers. But... Uh, in recent memory, it's, yeah, I think Tails, I just think pure CB. I miss Tails. He was the president of my first year there. I think he'd done his hammy or I don't know, old age. But, yeah. Um, Ripping Blake, too. He's like That's a sensational great. guy. He does everything. He does so much for the Ruby and he's so passionate. Like, he doesn't, you know, he, he's bought into it. I think he's still, he's bought yeah. in hoppers. He's back at hoppers, doing hoppers things. But, yeah, I think, yeah, that's exactly it. He, he gets around, he's, he's there for all the right reasons. you got blokes. You know, you might have mercenaries floating around different divisions who uh, aren't probably there for the best reasons, but he's, he's always all in. I think, yeah, I think he's the most impressive. Besides your freaks that we, we see, Todd Lawrence and I think Kim Taylor was ridiculous last year. Um, yeah, Taylor's has got that kind of proven history of that really high level. Another one, Jesse and I were uh, planning on going to every canteen this year and tasting their best canteen dish and just have a bit of like rating system. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's Tarnit's best canteen well, dish? Well, our uh, canteen lady, Jade, just left the part of the club to go to Mount Lakes. So we're in strife. <laughs> we're, in re- we're in rebuild mode in the canteen. Uh, we've lighted up an early draft picks from Mount Lakes. Uh, but <laughs> usually the beef gravy roll and chips Ooh. was the standard. And we used to sometimes have it on the Thursday night tea selection. And I think it was in the finals last year. And I went in early, because I was coaching Jake's kid in, in the juniors, and I said, oh, Jake, can you, like, here's my money, can you put one aside, because I'm going to be in selection for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no worries. She puts it aside, and they ran out. Oh. But Jade kept one on the side. Oh, nice. And I've come in, and everyone had been waiting half an hour, because, you know, some, unfortunately, blokes were getting dropped for, like, finals and stuff, so we had to have some hard conversations. I just walked into the canteen and grabbed the come out, and I've got about 40 eyes destined. <laughs> like, What's your problem? Like, they ran out an hour ago. I was like... It's your problem. <laughs> but yeah, no, the beef and gravy roll goes hard. Yeah, he's pretty good for the old, um, the old butt smooches, aren't you? Like, that's how you get away. Get, Anything get in the game, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, our key one, I mean, I, I think I usually, I usually just, I think I wrap up. I spend a lot of time kind of just taking the piss um, to the fellas after the game. So when I get there, there's not much. I usually just bat the eyelids at Kylie and hope that she gives me some freebies usually. <laughs> so I just take what I get. But I know, I've heard really good things about our... Um, about our, our chips and gravy. Apparently our gravy is in itself. Yeah, I don't know what Jade put in it. Well, I don't know what it is. Again, I, I said at the, the, the media day, I said the secret ingredient's love, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not entirely sure if that's true or not. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's really good, but the one that stands out, I know you've had a few that have referred to other clubs. Mm. The, one, the one club that I have the, the most amount of respect for is the Division Three club, uh, who does it better than anybody, well and truly, is Sunny Heights. Yeah. They, they come in and they, I know they pumped it up, but yeah. rightfully so. If you're going to have something you're going to be proud of, those, those boys, it's that. You come in and they've got a feed on and there's just like so much happening and it's just so conducive to this kind of wholesome kind of post-game yeah. discussion. They give you know they give a, the the best on ground like a free stein and a free drink and, and whatever else. But the whole spread is ridiculous. And I, I look at that and yeah, they're really envious. Good footy club. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a lot, a lot that they've done. So I got a lot of respect for them in so many other regards. But yeah. that like no one does it like that at all. And I'm envious. But I can say one thing about Sunny Heights. They need to get a, a grant, grant to expand that ground a little bit. <laughs> it's tiny. <laughs> I tell my mates back home, like, this footy ground's so small. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, oh, it's so small. <laughs> and they're like, it can't be that small. Like, no. It's small. It's small. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So this is our little part of the show where we have some stitch-up stories yeah, right. on you guys that we uh, yep. want to talk about. Go so we're going to start with you, Zach Which, uh, Thornton. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, for the listeners, this is a bit hard for them. Um, <laughs> it's the one who works at Wurmby. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to worry me? I work at So, we heard that you record all of your games that are on the radio, um, and then you re-listen to them, memorising the commentary from whenever you get a touch, and then at training the next week, you'll say the commentary to yourself whenever you get footy. 
Is there any truth to this? I'm, We've heard it's 100% true. So. I'm, yeah. I'm a student of the game, so I just try and absorb as much media <laughs> as I can. Student of the game. I am. Um, the thing is, you know what? That would be true if the commentators would actually say my name. It's usually just number 29. <laughs> Um, clearly, Kev didn't uh, go with Kevy Gillia back in the day, and, and I've been really, really nice to Peppy ever since. <laughs> and you think he looked after me, but he wouldn't. Uh, no, there was one. Oh, I mean, it's kind of true. I know where this has probably come from. There was one time where um, there was a game. It was a final that we won. I reckon I kept the goal that sealed it, and it was filmed. Mm. Uh, and there was a, yeah, I made a little super cut for myself to just to <laughs> bring me up for the memes. For the memes, yeah. And, uh, and I thought about chucking on LinkedIn, but I didn't get that far. Um, but no, this you know, is I do listen to the radio. I do like listening, um, but I'm clearly not important enough to get mentioned. So the radio is irrelevant. It's more so the video okay. that I like to watch and um, and kind of rewind. Uh, and it's funny because it sounds like it's come straight from Nicky Williams, who I don't think had a touch in a radio game before. <laughs> now Nick Williams, if that, that's coming. He has that's no right dishing goss on people with what he's done to his hair. He's yeah. one of the blokes that ble- bleached their hair. Yeah. Okay. Just, Sucks. <laughs> I mean, a lot of blokes are doing it, but it's bizarre because he's Anglo-Indian, so he's got he's kind of like his brown skin, um, and he and you got the the contrast of his skin, and he's purely purely white with uh, white his teeth. his bleach, really big teeth too, <laughs> and the bleach he just looks absurd. It's like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah. Well, we don't yeah. reveal our sources. Yeah, so no. we look at them. Cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> we also have another one. We heard that uh, Bruno Mars and Uptown Funk is your go-to karaoke song. We heard you've been mistaken for Bruno at our Bali footy trip. Can you tell us about that? Well, it's true. I mean, I'd, I'd hope not because a he's super handsome <laughs> and about four foot eight, so I'd hope not. But I did put on the performance of a lifetime uh, at, uh, at, at footy trip last year. Uh, VIP, I think they call it. And I was just acting like a peanut on the sidelines, and they thought get him up and do the peanut thing. And then um, the kind of the opening kind of part of the song came up. And I was like, hang on, came over, just kind of ripped the mic out from the bloke leading the show. Uh, and then absolutely dominated from there on. Um, I usually watch, I watch that Instagram video uh, most weeks. Because, uh, it's some of my best work, to be honest with you. But, uh, but to, to be completely, I was absolutely just, I was blind off my face. Um, but still killed it. So what do you do? <laughs> absolutely. That's great. That's great. Um, now, Zach Gillard, oh, for the right. listeners at home. Um so we were told that your dad came down from Mildura to watch a game. <laughs> oh, no. And you ended up getting knocked out. Yeah. And he actually apologised to the playing group for you being soft. Yeah, so um, I've got a history with concussion. Every time we were hiring, I was playing juniors with a t- team called Robinvale an hour away. Three times in a row, I come home in an ambulance. Oh, no. Not, not in a different way. That One was a sling tackle. One was like a knee to the head. But, yeah, they've come down with round one, uh, 20, what was it first? Uh, 2018. And I got call out the ones. And, yeah, um, also give me a blast in the quarter before for not going hard enough at a contest. <laughs> so I went pretty hard this one. And... Um, got sort of shirt fronted and I was out before I hit the deck oh no and I called the ambulance and I was just out of it and Benny Arab had also got knocked out that day yeah. but he only had like he was still with you know knew where he was sort of thing yeah. I'm just like ice back in your head like out of it I reckon yeah. you're still suffering from the effects if you reckon you went hard at it then you might as well be like <laughs> <laughs> from compassion yeah so yeah dad go and apologise to everyone <laughs> that was good yeah. No, it's funny. It's not bad. I, I, I like this little um, this little, this little section you have. And it's funny because I've heard that um, oh. one Jesse Chester has uh, had, a, had a particular um, Mad Monday where the, she was first to leave, and Ooh. funnily enough, got on the got on the blow at her mummy to come and pick her up because she was struggling that much. Oh, I heard it was what was it one thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> You had a few too many of the, the, the That is true. Time. However, it was a lot later than one thirty. And yes, I did call my mum to pick me up because I had made a big mess in the bathrooms at the brook. Um, <laughs> shout out to the brook. Um, Elsa, Elsa's probably there now. We'd <laughs> probably there as yeah, we would have been there at the time, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, but that's I'm not I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, it was all over Facebook, so what I've heard you should be. So no, 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 no. I go hard. I was handing your sister to get dirt on you. I know she <laughs> told me. I'm like, please just give me something. And she's oh. like, no. Nah. I mean, there's two. I I I um I hit up um 
James Pounty to try and get something. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yep. gave me nothing. And then I even messaged Jazz Canuto this morning and I got nothing. So <laughs> just well behaved. <laughs> well, I am. Yeah, well, I do have one from my sister about you. Uh, <laughs> to reveal to the to listeners, um, Zach did um, student placement uh, as a teacher uh, with my sister. Zach Gillard. Zach Gillard. Uh, we heard you got in trouble on placement, though, um, because you pushed a kid into a ball pit. Yeah, so... <laughs> At a you deserve it, though. You deserve when, it. when I was there, we had... Um, they had the kids once a week, they went to like this big gymnasium and like they you know, did gymnastics and stuff. It was this big foam pit and... The whole time I was in placement, we'd go there like, every Wednesday, and the kids were like, we're going to push you and Ellie, we're going to push you and Ellie, and me and I were like, brilliant. <laughs> and it got to the last one, and all the kids are just doing free time, and they're going nuts. And this one kid who, it's kind of supporter, so he had it coming. <laughs> uh, he, he'd been on our nerves for a couple of days. And I said to Ellie, he opened himself up, he's going in that phone <laughs> And Ellie's like, do it. <laughs> we were at the other end of the gymnasium and we're just talking right and I see uh, like a kid and he's on the edge and he's talking with his mates and I went L and I was like go and like a gazelle I was off and as I went I snuck up behind him and as I've pushed him because he was on this sort of like platform thing I've pushed him a kid from the other direction has come off the monkey bars to land oh in my the phone God. pit and for a second, I'm like, teaching career's done. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't collide that hard. <coughs> and, they went in, and the instructor was like, who pushed him? And I was so far at the other end. Your sister is there cackling. And she's like, what did you do? I'm like, no, just walk. So, we were never here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was, that was bad. We did, we did have a lot of other, other stories as well, but we'll just leave, leave oh, it. I thought she was going to... Um, She's going to dob that I had to take two days off um, placement because of Mad Monday. No, no, no. She oh, didn't say that. That was good. Well, guys, before we go, we've got our little mementos for you. That's a new one. Last week. No, no. So all of our guests have received them. Right. But um, we have to deliver them to them. Of course. Yeah. Um, because... Our supplier, which we shout out to Kmart Century Lakes in the last year, <laughs> um, was actually shut during COVID to right. make these. So, um, yeah, now we can give them to our guests at the end of each episode. So, That's listeners at home, yeah. oh. the mugs. Oh. Now faces on it. Last week, it was struggling. It was pure it was ASMR, whoever was um, trying to open the box. You know, who was it tearing? One of the oh, Kelly, boys. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely struggling. Was that one way to open the box? <laughs> I love that. Well, enjoy those two. Yeah. And thank you for joining us on yeah. our show. Thanks, Thanks so much, guys. guys. Perfect. Thank you. Big thank you to the two Zachs, Thornton and Gillard, for joining us for a very fun chat. We hope you enjoyed it. One of the topics we did touch on was uh, who would you invite to dinner? You've got three guests to invite over, dead or alive, footy involved in the footy world. Jesse, who would you invite? <sighs> Do you know what? We talked about this question over a week ago. And I, I literally still have put it on the back burner. Yeah. And I thought, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And there's just so many people I would invite. Yeah. Um, so hard because I, I'm really torn down the line of, <laughs> you know, someone that it would be a great mentor or like someone that's good to look at. And <laughs> like, I'm really stuck. So I'm kind of, you know, un- a bit unsure. But um, <laughs> I would, I definitely think I would want Clarko. Um, yeah. I've always loved Clarko. I think he's um, just such a great coach, um, mentor, and, you know, for all the coaches that he's essentially helped out there to get to where they are, like Dima is obviously an mm-hmm. example of that. Um, I just think he's really inspiring. And, you know, we obviously had him at the grand final breakfast I was going to say he's year. a friend of the WRFL. Yes, he is a friend of the <laughs> WRFL. Um, and he, just listening to him talk, I mean, he did kind of like – go on a bit. It was but, a long talk. But I, I would love to just sit and ask him questions. Um, I just think for my own coaching um, ambitions. Yeah, I think I think it would be good. So I, I definitely would have him and I think he would uh, be pretty good on a couple of beers as well. I think he'd be pretty funny. He'd bring um, out the guitar, he sings, oh, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so he'd be a bit of entertainment. Um, so I'd have him for sure. Um I don't know. I, I I think I would have Dimmer as well. Yep. Um, I, I think he had a really 
you know, kind of dark time when they were, at, you know, at the bottom and they were ready to throw the towel in. And then obviously, you know, he's created this kind of dynasty in a sense of winning the flag in 2017 and then coming back in, in 2019 and um, creating such a successful club. So I definitely don't invite him. Um, and then I don't think I could go past Paddy Cripps. He's just... Yeah. Really good to look at. Um, <laughs> obviously a great player. I was going to say, can um, play. Yeah, can play, can play. Um, currently second favourite for the Brownlow at the moment. Um, but, you know, that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, also great to look at. So I, I think they would be my three. I think it would be a good a good um, conversation. Yeah. What about you? Like you, it's a very hard question. Mm. I think I needed more time on this, but I, I don't think I've thought it out that well. But... I think my first guess would have to be Bucks. Yeah. I'm a Collingwood gal through and through, black and white. Yeah. And he was the, my favourite player to, the, from, the, from the start. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of how he's gone about it. Um, I, Dane, I also love Dane Swan, but I think I'd go with Bucks. But I just, we've, we've, we've met Dane. We've like, met Dane, yeah. At, at the, the Albion. At the Albion. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a fun day. That was a fun day. <laughs> Slash night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely Bucks. And I think the second person, I'm going to go Daisy Pierce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she is a pioneer. I think she's yep. would have some stories to tell um, just with what she's experienced mm. through footy on the field um, and what she's been through to get to where she is now. And I also think she's a great media operator. I think she's a great boundary writer yeah. on, on Channel 7. I think she asks good questions. A lot better questions than I'd say probably Cameron Ling, but um, <laughs> um, but uh, I just think she is somewhat is an important person in the footy world, and mm. I'd love to get her point of view. Yep, yeah, good for the young girls and boys too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Not just the girls. I think she's yeah, a great yeah, role absolutely. model for all footballers. Um, and the third person is really hard. It is. It is. Do I go a current player? Or do I? Um, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with. I mean, I'm going to go with you, Jessie. Yeah. Because there's no KA without Jay. No, well, there's not. Oh, <laughs> so, oh, you mean like you're inviting me? Yeah, I'm inviting oh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I'm so touched. <laughs> well, I want to invite a fourth person now. Oh, I, made you, I made you feel bad, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go with you. Someone good looking, I'll get in. But, I mean, you you obviously killed two if birds going with one stone way, there, uh, so. Five people also probably oh, yeah. could... could find a seat at the table yeah. for that five. Anytime. But um, not, not that it's just about looks. No, no, it's not. Every, it's also everyone. about talent and he's got plenty of that. Yeah, does he have two brown Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure he has. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. It is what it is. Um, but, guys, thanks so much for listening. It's been another great episode. Um, as always, find us on Spotify, uh, Apple iTunes, podcast mm-hmm. app, socials Mm -hmm. remember like subscribe five star reviews you know the drill um and yeah i guess uh we got a little surprise for you yeah so uh (laughs) keep your eyes peeled and subscribe yeah absolutely but for now see you next time Bridgestone means confidence, and that's how you'll feel about your car after visiting Bridgestone's tyre and service centres St Albans and Hoppers Crossing. Whether it's new wheels or mechanical repairs for your sedan, performance vehicle or four-wheel drive, Bridgestone's tyre and service centres St Albans and Hoppers Crossing will keep your family safe and on the move. Bridgestone's tyre and service centres St Albans and Hoppers Crossing. Now that's confidence. Visit us online at bridgestone.com.au If a career in the sport, fitness or massage industry is your end goal, then Victoria University Polytechnic is the place to be. Learn from industry recognised teachers and gain real world experience through work placements. VU Polytechnic sports, fitness and massage students have access to world class facilities including Footscray Park Campus's aquatic and fitness centre which features indoor sport courts, fully equipped gyms, an athletics track and indoor pool. Kickstart your career at Victoria University Polytechnic, the TAFE of tomorrow. Visit vupolytechnic.edu.au to learn more. RTO 3113. Victoria University Polytechnic TIV are proud sponsors of the WRFL. With Trade Institute of Victoria's virtual classrooms, you can learn the skills you need from your own home. 
TIV's Certificate 4 qualifications give you the skills to run your own show. Take the path to becoming a registered builder, site supervisor, estimator or project manager, learning from the comfort of home. Government funding available to eligible applicants. Apply online, learn now and build your future faster with TIV. RTO number 21920. If you're only kicking points with your current home loan, find out how to kick goals with a Rams home loan. Arrange a chat with a local Rams home loan representative by clicking on the Rams logo on the WRFL website. Rams are proud sponsors of the WRFL. Focus. At Victoria University, we don't just value it. We make it central to your learning experience. That's why our revolutionary block model lets you study one subject every four weeks. With great one-on-one support and smaller classes, you'll get more focus on your course and your future career path. Apply now, start July, and discover the revolutionary VU block model. Victoria University, the new way to do uni.